Hello, everyone. Lee Hugh with Keith Jones, Patrick Sharp, and you to our line starts. We're going to start the show a little bit differently today, given all the circumstances. We want to talk about problem solvers, people who are really digging into things and trying to make a difference. I think because right now, guys, so much about what's happening in the world with coronavirus, draining. And part of that is, let's face it, just the stark reality of the situation that people are getting sick or dying. Part of that is the utter uncertainty that's involved. And another part is this feeling of helplessness. So let's talk about some companies that have gotten involved and taken initiative, one of which is the hockey equipment company, Bauer. They've switched from making hockey gear to hospital gear, from visors to face shields. And today on our line starts, Jonesy, Sharpie, and I, very happy to be joined by a special guest. Her name is Mary Kay Messier, the VP of Global Marketing for Bauer. And if that last name sounds familiar, yes, she's Mark Messier's sister. No, that is not the reason she is on with us now. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Let's start at the very beginning of this. How did this idea originate and how did it go from an idea to reality? Well, thanks for having me on. And yeah, uh, interestingly enough, I think as you said, you painted this scenario and many of us employees at Bauer have loved ones on the front lines, healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, first responders. And obviously there's a dire shortage of protective equipment. Um, and so when hockey went on pause and we started to ramp down our manufacturing as well as our distribution centers, our engineers got together to brainstorm about what they could do if there was a way for them to contribute and make a difference. They actually partnered with our sister company, Cascade, which has also been making protective equipment uh, helmets for many years for lacrosse. And together they collaborated to create a design, a medical shield to your point, reusing some of the components we have. They were then able to work with medical professionals to vet out the design for safety, functionality, and even comfort. And within four days, uh, all the way from design through vetting out the prototype and actually having them come off the line was about four days. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, Mary Kay. It's Jonesy. It's great to see you again. Great Love to see you, you too. Love what you guys are doing. Since you made the announcement of any other companies contacted you about trying to follow a similar model to help out? Yeah, so interestingly enough, uh, as soon as the media got on this, so late last week, um, we put information up on Bauer.com because we wanted people to see how they could get to us and the me media helped create awareness. Uh, so much so that within 48 hours, we had orders for a million units and we were overrun with what we could actually produced so we quickly shifted gears and we started to uh, make people aware of other companies that are doing similar initiatives like bombardier uh, but then we realized that wasn't enough either because there's just such a such an incredible shortage uh, we were still getting directly emails and messages from doctors and nurses uh, almost pleading for a medical shield for themselves not wanting to wait for institutions so we switched Years we pivoted and what we did was we published all our manufacturing designs 
um, and instructions as well as our suppliers on Bauer.com and it really asked other companies to step up and join us. So we've always had already had the first company Sparks uh, announced that they are now uh, manufacturing uh, medical shields. But in addition to that, what's really important is there are a lot of companies that can do some parts of the manufacturing, but not all of it. And so we've had thousands of companies come forward and talk about different things they can do. And now our engineers are consolidating all of that and acting as a facilitator to help really exponentially increase the manufacturing by linking companies together. We've had everything you can imagine from plastics companies to uh, fabrication to textiles, um, all kinds of companies coming forward saying, this is what we can do, how can we help, and can you connect us with others? So it's really been an amazing story. Yeah, Mary Kay, what I think has been cool throughout this whole process also is seeing some current NHL players that wear the Bauer equipment online, social media, kind of giving Bauer a shout out, saying that they're proud to be associated with the company. I just got to tell you that as a hockey player, since the age of 15, I've been head to toe Bauer and you're helping out a lot of people in these times because I got my gloves, I got my new Bauer stick. I've been stick handling around the house, uh, killing a lot of time working on the skill. So keep up the good work and, and thanks for everything that you've done. Thank you so much. It's all important. We have the hockey at home that keeps people engaged. I mean, we need those conversations. We need our athletes involved to kind of keep our community together. I think working for Bauer and you playing on a team, uh, there's so much joy and energy around a team. And this kind of takes to the pinnacle because we've been protecting athletes since 1927. But now to be able to take the mission further to protect these frontline workers that are risking their lives every day uh, without the right protective equipment, it kind of brings team to a whole other level. And uh, we're all on one team, and this is about battling a global pandemic. So we're we're so thrilled to be able to make a difference. And I can tell you everyone on the power team, including all our athletes, our partners, and certainly our employees, are very, very proud right now to be um, be part of the Bauer community. Well, Mary, it's such a great, great initiative, great situation that you're involved in right now. But I think all of us, we've all if you're watching the news or if you're reading, uh, there's so much about masks, so much about shields out there. So for people who don't know, the equipment that you're making, the shields that you're making, they're designed specifically for whom? They're really specifically for, well, it's a broad range, any kind of healthcare providers. So when we first started thinking about it, we are thinking about doctors and nurses, but of course, first line responders, people that work in nursing homes, anyone that is coming, putting their life at risk, coming into contact with people who could be infected with the virus uh, in the medical profession are important to protect. If you think about the medical shield, it's really important because the mask really covers the nose and mouth of material, but the medical shield comes down over the whole face, protecting the eyes and any skin from contamination. So what we're hearing from first line responders and nurses and doctors is this is one of the most important pieces of protective equipment that they really need. Um, and in the absence of a, of a national kind of policy or mandate, really um, companies of all sizes have to step up uh, in order to protect these workers because without them, where would we be? Not only are they uh, working to protect the, the most vulnerable people in our population, but also trying to battle the coronavirus and flatten the curve. So really incumbent upon us all to step up and figure out what we can do to contribute. Plan it forward, Mary Kay. What are the next steps for Bauer? 
And we just continue right now to, uh, it's gonna take some time. We're, we're ramped up our manufacturing so we can take off 8,000 units a day between our two facilities, our R&D center in Blaineville, Quebec, and our sister company, Cascade in Liverpool, New York. So continuing to see if there's any ways that we can continue to ramp up that manufacturing. And then, as I said, trying to help other companies get ramped up and on board and connect other companies so that we can do more. The response has just been overwhelmingly positive. There are so many people, companies, uh, individuals, as you can imagine, that are just dying to get involved and do good. So I think, you know, we need companies to step up. We continue to challenge that. Um, be creative. Think about what you can do. Nobody probably would have thought of us getting in this game, uh, but the brilliance of engineers, a lot of passion and commitment, and we got there. So I think that's one thing. And I think people can continue to say how important the message is by, you know, going to social media channels and using the hashtag protect our healthcare heroes, because it's really important to uh, make sure that people don't take their eye off the ball. This isn't going away anytime soon, unfortunately. And so we need to get the message out of just how important this is, uh, that our healthcare workers are protected the way they should be. You know, Mary, I think people look at hockey as the ultimate team sport. Uh, you know, you're only going to get it done. You're only going to win the Stanley Cup if everyone on the team contributes. And you've already spoken about other companies need to step up and need to get involved. But in the spirit of teamwork is the idea that you now have a design, you have something that you know can be effective and work. So you're sharing that design with those companies. They have the blueprint, they have the idea that they can now just run with it. Absolutely. It's a great point. I think in this time, there really are no competitors. We're all on the same team and it's like pick up an oar and start rowing and let's all get the boat going in the right direction. So we've already invested uh, a lot of time, energy, uh, and effort in terms of bringing it along as far as it is. So no reason for companies to start over by, by providing that blueprint and also allowing people to connect with our engineers directly. We can streamline the effectiveness of their operations and make sure that we're getting these units out as quickly as possible, which was also our original intention to be able to ship directly to institutions instead of having to go through some protocol, either through the government or through other other distribution, just to be able to get the units coming off the line and know exactly where they're going and send them out. Um, and that's where we're at right now with orders of up to a million units. Listen, we're also excited about what you're doing at Bauer, but, and I know this wasn't the plan, it wasn't the idea, but has this enabled Bauer to keep employees on that ordinarily at this point would be furloughed or their hours would be cut or even worse? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're all trying to face the headwinds, uh, all companies, all people, I think right now that uh, the coronavirus has impacted all of our lives. And so a huge benefit of this is that people can still uh, go to the factories and do their work um, and stay uh, employed. But I think to be able to be employed and work for Bauer Hockey is, is something that uh, so many really love to do and are super passionate about it. I think this um, mission brings a whole other level of purpose to what we're doing. And so I think not only are, are people able to stay employed, but I know across our company, there are people working endless hours in the evenings, on the weekends to continue this mission, uh, whether they're paid or not, because they believe in it and they know the purpose is really well worthwhile. So 
you know, we're all in this together. And um, the sooner we put more resources against it, hopefully the sooner we can see some flattening of that curve. So we do really appreciate being able to keep our employees um, at the factories. That's certainly a benefit, but the purpose I think outweighs everything. So you're keeping your employees working. You're trying to keep other people safe. Uh, your equipment right now, is it in use yet? Because this, this is also fluid. It's happened so quickly. Are there places right now that it's in use, or is that in the next couple of days? It's really the next couple of days that we have shipped um, some of the first uh, units off to individual healthcare workers that helped us through the prototype stage. Um, certain requests, I had requests from nurses that work on an all COVID floor and they were short of these shields. So we tried to prioritize some of the individuals that are in really high risk areas. Obviously, New York is extremely, um, you know, they're really in a crisis there. So we have tried to uh, prioritize being able to get some shields out to individual workers and obviously fulfilling the orders from so many institutions. Uh, to get these out as quickly as possible where they're needed. Awesome. Mary Kay, guys, do you have anything else? I just want to say one more thing, Jonesy. I've been at this factory uh, a couple times, actually. The one in Montreal went up there, got the stick styled in, got some skates molded to the feet. It's incredible to see the passion of the employees and the workers up there in Montreal, at least at that factory. It's awesome to see the work that Bauer's doing, everybody chipping in, leading the way in the hockey community, and I'm proud to be associated with the brand as well. So great job. Yeah, Thank great you job. so much. Yeah, that means a lot. Great job delivering that message, Mary Kay. And give Mark our best, too. We miss him. We look forward to seeing him again around the corner also. I sure will. Thank you all so much. It's important what you're doing and creating awareness because we have to continue this mission um, until uh, our healthcare workers are safe. So really appreciate all the work that you're doing as well. Eric K. Messier, the VP of Global Marketing for Bauer. Thank you so much and good luck going forward. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Take care. Look forward to seeing you when hockey's back. We look forward to it as well. Stay safe. Thank you. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's just amazing. Uh, incredible, incredible idea from Bauer. Uh, one of those things where you're making visors and all of a sudden you decide that there's, you know, there's an opportunity for you to affect some real change to be able to keep some people safe. So uh, it's tremendous. It's definitely one of those things that we're going to continue to keep an eye on throughout the next couple of weeks. Uh, over the next few days, we're 
some of those face shields to be in use uh, by nurses, doctors, and those uh, first responders. So it's uh, truly, truly remarkable. And, you know, guys uh, in the NHL, obviously, right now, there is news. If there's ever news in sports right now, it is coronavirus uh, related. There is a little bit of news. Uh, we did hear uh, from the league, the latest news is that they have not ruled out finishing the regular season and then putting out a complete Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, something that we were debating, you know, a week ago, what you would do. At this point, they have not ruled that out. Hockey, of course, has been on pause since uh, March the 12th, and the Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly saying, I think his time has gone on. We recognize that uh, we might have a bigger window than we originally thought with respect to the summer months, and uh, when we have to finish things up, we'll be ready for a full regular season the next year. I think, obviously, we work at NBC. We know a good portion of that big window, uh, the fact that there will not be uh, an Olympics this summer. It has been postponed. Uh, that definitely opens up a broadcast window for us. But, guys, interestingly enough, obviously, a lot of the players spoke to the media this week. They did these Zoom conferences, just like we're doing right now for this podcast. And depending on who you ask, and really depending on uh, whether maybe it was a, uh, a veteran or not, it was the response in terms of who you like to finish out the regular season or go straight to the playoffs. And then you get guys like uh, Sidney Crosby, guys like Alexander Ovechkin, like, let's just start the playoffs. We're going back. What are we messing around for? Uh, is that where you would stand? I mean, if, if you're a veteran, is that the response? As, as long as your team was in playoff position, right, Liam? Like, that's, that's probably yeah. something that stands out to me is it'd be a beautiful thing if you didn't have to play the last 13 or 15 games and you'd already established yourself as a playoff team. So I understand it from that perspective. The playoffs are the best time of the year. Uh, the end of the season is pretty exciting as well, though, when every game is like a playoff game, when teams are battling for playoff positioning and also making the playoffs. So ideally, I'd love to see them be able to finish the regular season. I think that would be incredibly fortunate. Uh, but I also understand that there is some time restrictions, uh, though it is a real positive that things have been opened up in that regard. Unfortunately, the Olympics won't be, as you just mentioned, an available uh, uh, thing to watch or to participate in. But it's uh, given hockey at least an added bit of uh, television window that uh, they may be able to take advantage of. I guess it's some good news at a time when you're looking for something of the sort. And it, I just think of when hockey does come back onto the ice, I mean, who can predict on what's going to happen? I mean, we know who the good teams were going in to this coronavirus pause, but we don't know what's going to happen coming out of it. Who's got access to keeping themselves in better shape? Who's, uh, who's taking it easy, enjoying a little bit of time on the couch? There's lots of questions to answer out as far as the regular season. There were some real good races coming down the stretch there. I was excited to see. So whether they start the playoffs or finish those out, that's to be determined. Either way, it'll be a great sign when, when the boys are back on the ice. Yeah, and I think if you're in the Eastern Conference right now, uh, you know, like if you're one of those teams right on the outside looking in, like Rangers, you obviously would like them to finish the regular season. If you are a bubble team, but on the good side of the bubble, you want the playoffs to start. You don't want any part of the Rangers. And if you're one of those top seeds, you don't want to play the Rangers in the first round either. Uh, I mean, I think if you're the Red Wings, yeah, you can probably deal without the regular season continuing. Probably could just say this is it. Let's shut it down. Uh, but I, I do also wonder when you come back. And I know players will be excited to play, but I mean, what's if you do play regular season games and you're playing one of those teams that are on the bottom and you're one of those teams desperate to get in? I, I do wonder. I mean, what's, what are those games going to look like? I'm curious. 
Yeah, you'd think there'd be a major advantage to the team that's obviously fighting for the playoffs. I think the mindset right now for those players would be a little bit different than the guys that are not in a position where when the season does return, if there is some regular season left, where they're uh, at least in the conversation for making the playoffs, there's a handful of teams that really aren't. Uh, so I think you would have a big time advantage going up against uh, one of those teams. If in fact you're one of the teams that uh, believes you have a chance to make the playoffs, the guys are going to be raring to go. Like most of us, I'm happy to have the opportunity to talk right now to have some people to have a conversation with. I mean, it's a whole different world that we're living in. And I think there's going to be a pent up. I don't know if it's frustration, but there's going to be a lot of energy coming out from the players when they step on the ice for the first time. Uh, practice is going to seem like a lot more fun than it's ever yeah. seemed like before. And I think with uh, uh, we can all have some great anticipation that the hockey is going to be pretty darn good when the guys get back out there. It's tough to compare what's going on right now to anything that's ever happened before in the league. I guess you go back, from my experience, to the shortened season of 2012-13. We started January 15th, and it was an exciting season for a lot of different reasons. Blackhawks had a huge winning streak. Pittsburgh Penguins went on a huge run, close to 20 games. Players were scoring goals at a, at a high pace. Guys that played in the minors during the lockout then came up and stepped in the NHL, had a big season. A lot of crazy things happened that year. The playoffs are really exciting. A lot of comeback wins. So, I mean, good news that we're talking about hockey right now. It'll be, uh, it'll be awesome to watch when it does come back. That was exciting right to the end, especially for you. I mean, you won the cup, but also, I mean, the way it ended, game six, it felt like we were all going game seven back in Chicago. And then you blinked your eye and it was over. And the people in Boston were stunned. A lot of the people in Boston were probably stunned last week when they had to watch it again and relive those seven. Yeah, that's true. Games, but yeah. We liked it here in Chicago. They didn't realize you were the program director. Here. <laughs> exactly. That was games, yeah. Um, they haven't seen Milbury on one of these podcasts, so they know that he's not running it, and, and you are. Uh, I think the one thing that's going to be unique is the idea that, and it won't be perfect, but it'll be pretty close to it. By the time people return, especially uh, with a limited amount of regular season games, this has the potential to be the healthiest start to a playoff we have ever seen. That doesn't mean they're in great shape, but it means – don't you're not dealing with oh there's a star player we're hoping to make it to the second round because that's when the star player is going to return you're talking full rosters most likely top to bottom for these playoff teams there's going to be some good players that uh, aren't going to be playing i mean because of the sheer numbers and how many healthy guys are available so there's going to be some tough decisions for coaches to make but uh, when you have players like jake gensel getting ready to return and uh, Chris Kreider looking like he's going to be back. James Van Riemsdyk in Philadelphia. There's a long list of the two stars in Colorado. Uh, you're talking about game-changing players that you give any one of those individuals an opportunity to run with it, they're going to run with it. And they can be difference makers. So uh, I think all teams would be relatively happy to have healthy lineups to throw out there and see what happens. It would be a very unique playoff format because we've never really seen that before. Carolina would be another team in the Eastern Conference that would benefit from this little bit of a pause. Dougie Hamilton healing up nicely. Uh, in the Western Conference, Colorado was all kinds of banged up. They thought they'd get healthy mid-March and be ready to go for playoffs, but still I'm sure they could enjoy some time off. But yeah, what an interesting dynamic for some other teams. A team like the Columbus Blue Jackets, who it seemed like all season long played with an injured lineup. Maybe now they get healthy bodies and you got to make some tough decisions. So it'll be cool to figure all that stuff out when we get back on the ice. If you just look at the rosters at this point and you suggest that all the big players are going to be healthy, 
give me top four teams in the league right now. If you just look at the rosters and you say, I could, I could have this team with these players right now to roll into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, start. Does it start with Boston still? It does for me. The Bruins would be right at the top of the list. The Avalanche would also be there. The St. Louis Blues would be in my top four as well. You have to expect that Tarasenko will be back and ready to go, and uh, some players will be rested after winning the Cup last year, going on the long run. Uh, it should benefit both Boston and St. Louis, the long break, seeing as how many games they had to play last year before it was all said and done. Uh, the fourth team becomes tough. Washington is the one that stands out to me. Uh, I think that's obviously a team that's built to go a long way in the playoffs. So if I had to settle on four, those would be my top four right now. I can't forget a team like Pittsburgh finally getting healthy. It'll be cool to see what they look like uh, once everyone's back in the mix. Philadelphia was a team that was real exciting to watch there. Uh, tough timing to put the pause on the NHL season because they were playing the best hockey of anybody across the league. And I really liked watching Ranger games. They were fun. But for me, the top four teams, if I had to pick them, would be St. Louis and Colorado in the West. Vegas is nipping on those two teams' heels in the Western Conference. And then you can't argue with the Boston Bruins in the East from start to finish. They've been the top of the East. And how about the Tampa Bay Lightning? They look like they had a little bit something to prove going into the playoffs this year. They're peaking at the right time. Uh, I was real curious to see how they were going to handle that first round um, especially. So those are, those are my four teams. Stamkos will be healthy for that team, presumably, after this is said and done. Uh, and the idea that, you know, unlike last year with all the pressure in the world on them, uh, you know, they are not a big story at this point. You know, there is one story right now. And the next story, we hope, is that hockey returns. So they could maybe just fly under the radar. But there's so much talent there. Uh, I don't know. I get excited. You're right, Jonesy. It's good just to talk about it. You know, and uh, I'll get off of this and, uh, you know, be a little depressing because I'll know there won't be hockey right away. But we'll continue to talk about this week after week until this gets back uh, and until, you know, hopefully we get back to some sense of normalcy. So, uh, guys, always good chatting with you. Always good seeing you. So, be well. And uh, for everyone at home, this concludes another Zoom-tastic version of Our Line Starts. Definitely a special thanks goes out to Mary Kay Messier from Bauer. As always, we thank you for listening. So for Jonesy and Sharpie, I'm Liam. Stay safe, stay smart, stay healthy. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro. Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.